0: Good evening, Canes fans. What's going on? Peter Rees here bringing you a special edition of Canes Insight Live. I will be joined very shortly here by the man with all of the news, D-Money. Sorry for the delay here as I uh, was getting, getting everything set up, but exciting show lined up. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving pieces. Everyone wants to know about the quarterback position. Everyone wants to know about the, the happenings in the transfer portal as well. And D Money's is going to be joining us here in just a second, bringing us uh, the latest news. Uh, Dipset eighty twenty one saying we're on Cuban time. We normally aren't, man. We we normally have it together, but uh, like I said, stuff is coming in in terms of information left and right. And uh, you know, D Money, of course, getting his uh, his information on the fly. So a lot of times here when we put out these these live shows right um you know there's 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 things happening behind the scenes so appreciate everyone for coming on here awesome attendance awesome viewership right here live 220 plus people here and again start dropping your questions in here um tally kane asking about what news is dropping tonight um i'll let d money get get on here in just a second and explain. I don't necessarily know or, or think there's a, a big commitment coming tonight in terms of the transfer portal side, um, but we'll just have to wait and see. I wouldn't expect anything on the quarterback news to come tonight. Um, so again, drop these questions in here, man. We have some, we have some big time viewers on here already. Shout out to uh, West end zone, Nick Echevarria, who's a great contributor contributor Raul Tano, man. Tano, a, a longtime Kane's Insight poster and uh, a guy who's, who was part of the early, early part of the site, I should say. Good to see you on here, Tano. And we have the man of the hour, D Money, on with us live. D, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. We have 340-plus people on here live right now. I think this is the most
1: we've had, so I hope you bring your A game tonight. No, no doubt about it. Hey, like and subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening, it's like this every single time we get on as far as getting the info ahead of the curb. Sign up to canesinsight.com free. The forums are going insane right now. I've never seen so many clicks. I mean, you start a thread right now, it's going to have 50 replies by the time you blink. Um, anything happens, a recruit you know, sneezes on Twitter, Instagram, they'll have a, a breakdown on it immediately. Sign up for the forums. Like and subscribe to this podcast. Appreciate everybody and uh, plenty of to talk Tons of OGs oh, on
0: here. We got tons of OGs on here, man. H.
1: Kanes is on oh, here. Oh, Tano's Tano, on boy. here. Yeah, Tano. Yeah, Tano, yeah. new father. Shout out to Tano. Congrats on the baby. I just came back from my son's baseball game. It was like a tsunami out here, windy, but uh, it was a playoff. So he had to, you know, play through. Um, almost hit for the cycle. It was balling in center field. Uh, trying to, you know, next Julio Rodriguez um, he's feeling good about himself. So good win to start with a very important weekend for Miami. So D, let's just get right into it right off the top
0: here, because that's it's the question everyone is asking about the quarterback position. You've been all over it. Miami obviously was was hoping for a decision the earlier the better, right? All these schools want want to get the quarterback position locked down. That has not happened yet. There's been speculation um all over the place in terms of Cam Ward, Will Howard seem to be the two guys that they're zoning in on, which you reported last Sunday, right, that they they had a couple guys that they were really keying in on. Obviously, it, it has turned out to be these two. What's the latest there um, in terms of the quarterback spot?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, we told you a while ago that basically this was about tiers, right, and that the three quarterbacks in the portal that were above that championship tier, Cam Ward, Will Howard, and Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel obviously went to Oregon. That leaves two. Two that Miami really, really likes and is trying to land, and they don't want to settle for anything less. Um, I think the expectation in Miami was War- Howard visits, Ward visits, and they got one of them wrapped up by Wednesday. That did not happen. Obviously, it's Thursday, and I don't think you know we're getting a resolution imminently, although I think it'll be pretty soon. Um, when it comes to where we're at, you know, fresh, freshest info I can give, and this is pretty fresh, is that basically they're negotiating, right? So it's a new era in in college football. There's a lot of interesting dynamics that you know people like that work, you know, in law, business, or might be more used to uh, than amateur sports. But you know, everybody kind of knows the leverage that everybody else has and that they have. So I think they're kind of working that a little bit. Obviously Cam Ward visiting Miami's biggest rival right now. Um, but I think with Miami's perspective, they showed both quarterbacks the opportunity to play at Miami with what's going to be an outstanding offensive line, good skill position players, and uh, a great financial package. So the expectation at Miami, 1 million percent, is that they're going to land one of these two quarterbacks, Will Howard, Cam Ward. Um, the timeline is different than what they hoped, but they're they're they, look that's where we're at. There's it's a leverage game, um, but those negotiations are ongoing. I think Miami certainly would love to have that wrapped by this weekend, so you can slide into signing day with your quarterback in tow. Maybe Sunday, maybe I again, I don't know. I, the plan was Wednesday, and that didn't happen. So this is a dynamic process. But those are the two names to know. There are no two other names in play right now. It is Cam Ward. It is Will Howard. And Miami is confident they will sign one of those two. And they believe both of them can lead them to where they want to go next year. Like I said, guys, drop your questions in here. We'll get to
0: them, as many of them as possible. Uh, we'll get to one right here, D, because I think this could be some, some imminent good news, right, for the Canes. From question from Tally Kane asking about um, C.J. Clark from NC State and then uh, Marley Cook from Middle Tennessee State, who I'm very excited about his his potential, right? I have some ties at, at Middle Tennessee State. I've watched them closely the last couple of years, and uh, the kid's explosive. I think he could be a really good player here.
1: Yeah, well, I think both of those guys, I expect great chance to be Canes. With with uh, C.J. Clark, I think that decision's coming sooner um, than later, and I like Miami there. I think he is someone – in high school, he was, he was over 300 pounds in high school. He ran a verified 4-6 shuttle, which is moving very quick laterally. Uh, has played more of a nose tackle for NC State, done a really nice job for that great defense. We saw firsthand when Miami went up there. But I think he wants to play more of that Leonard Taylor role, be more upfield, use that quickness that we talked about, and make a lot of plays and then go to the NFL. So I think Clark, Miami's a fit. I think he'll announce sooner than later, and I like Miami's chances there. Um, as far as Marley Cook, Pete, you know much more about him, so you'll talk about the player. Obviously, I saw him against Miami Terrace apart last year, cancels Ohio State visit, comes to Miami. I think he's a great shot to come in and, and fill the Branson Dean role. And I've heard people um, who know both players say that they think that Cook is better than Branson Dean. I thought Branson Dean was great last year when he was healthy, very underrated coming in. But I've heard I've heard people say they think Cook could be even better version of what Dean was last year. But I know you have some insight into him.
0: Well, and Branson Dean's a guy who um, he he's probably going to get drafted this year, right? So to me, that, that shows you, look, it's, it's still a while away, right? And we don't even know if he's coming here for sure. But if Miami can land those two guys um you're you're in a very good spot on the interior defensive line but yeah the kid i mean he's explosive off the ball they've they've played him across the line of scrimmage there at at middle tennessee state because those guys are asked to do you know a lot of different things so he's played you know had to slide inside had to play on the edge at times as well um so to me he's a guy who has that versatility right we saw what happened this year where we had to play multiple uh fronts and Coach Gidry is going to want to do that moving forward, um, if he can. You know, uh, hopefully he could do it under his own, uh, you know, without without the injuries, right? Forcing him to do that. But um, I think he'd be a guy who'd who'd be a, a great player here next year. Um, question here, and it's something that's been coming up. Kevin Riley, he's going to be visiting Alabama obviously this weekend. He's been. It's kind of been the the looming thing here, right? You, you figured that one of these Alabama schools would come into play big time here at the end of the, the picture, and here come the Crimson Tide. Late,
1: yeah. Listen, this is flip, uh, mo- this is flip mode right now. Uh, for those of us who grew up in the '90s, is uh, that is the name of the game on both sides right now at this point in the process. So, you know, we can go through all the flips. Um, that we're talking about. I'll start with Kevin Riley since you brought him up. Um, you know, he's from Tuscaloosa. The, the, what happened in Miami, unfortunately, it broke. Alabama had other, they wanted Kevin Riley bad, but when they saw how locked in he was with Miami, they looked at other guys, and those other guys did not turn their way. Um, one went to Mississippi. I think the other one might have gone to Mississippi State. Um, so now they're back in on Riley hard, and at this time, it's very tough. He's from Tuscaloosa. They want him bad. They wanted him bad from the beginning. Uh, Miami's got to fight some stuff off. There's certain things that Alabama's trying to pull that you know straight out of a movie, quite frankly, um, which I won't get into. But you know, dirty pool, which is fine. I mean, you play with the big boys, you got to play play uh, against some dirty games sometimes. But that's a tough one. You know, Miami's going to fight there. They they have a good relationship, but that's definitely a, a live flip candidate. Uh, Kevin Riley going the other way. Now, in terms of coming Miami's way, Jordan Lyle, Ohio State. Uh, Miami feels very good about his flip. I posted his senior highlights on on Kane's Insight. Really, really had a great senior year. That's why Miami is so interested in what he does, and that's why Ohio State is trying so hard to uh, to get in in with him. So I think that's a very viable flip candidate for Miami. In fact, I expect Miami to flip Jordan Lyle. Um, We skipped over quarterback in the high school ranks, where there's a quarterback committed to NC State that Miami is, is, is hot after, which is uh, Cedric Bailey, C.J. Bailey. I'd say as of now, he's looking to go to NC State, but we've seen this happen before where when you're leaving town, as it gets closer to sign day, you start to get a little cold feet. We saw with Connor Liu last year, um, went to Auburn a lot closer to home than going all the way to Miami, even though he loved everything about the Miami situation. As you get closer to the day, um, and Kevin, you know, Kevin Riley, maybe is the same way for Alabama, Um, hometown pressure picks up. So Miami's hoping that hometown pressure picks up with C.J. Bailey uh, because they really want him to be a quarterback. D, I want to take
0: this opportunity again as we have almost 6.50 live viewers to let everyone know like this video, subscribe to the channel. We do these live shows. We also drop them in audio form every Thursday night live show. Um, You know, canesinsight.com completely free. Check out the forums. It's where the information is coming and going faster than anywhere else, faster than Twitter even. Which, as everyone knows, uh, it, that's where most stuff happens first. But the recruiting forum, the transfer portal forum, that is the place to be. Um, and we, you know, we have these podcasts every single week, but we want to keep this moving here. And 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 I think this is a good opportunity. Like we we talked about Ward and Howard, right? And and we don't know which one it's going to be yet. But this question's come up a couple times. They aren't exactly the same quarterback. Right Cam Ward I think has more tantalizing arm talent, right can can make all the throws, can change the arm angles. Will Howard probably poses a bigger threat on the ground, physically imposing, 6'5" 240 plus you know led Kansas State to a Big 12 championship, led them to eight, you know wins again this year. Both of these guys have played a lot of football. Um Different quarterbacks. It, can you get into a little bit from what you've seen from both of them? How
1: you think each of these guys would fit in the in the offense here? Absolutely. But I see people look in the comments saying, you know, they they want some news. We're gonna go through every single position here and give you the latest on every single prospect Miami's working on that we're aware of. And I guarantee you, that you're not gonna get fresher, more direct information than what you're getting on the Canes Inside Pod. So, uh, as for the question on quarterback, you know, I watched three games, four games at each. Um, uh, you know, I'm not a professional scout. I will tell you my impressions of both. So I think Ward is the better system fit in the air raid. What he does at Washington State is much more similar to what Shannon Dawson wants to do and does do. So I think the system fit favors Ward. Uh, I think Ward is a very natural passer, even though he doesn't have the cleanest release. The ball gets there accurately. He's got a lot of arm strength. He can do some unusual arm angles and still deliver the ball with, with accuracy and zip. Um, I think he, he's probably better outside the pocket than will Howard more lateral quickness with Ward. What you see in terms of weaknesses with Ward, he doesn't have the biggest hands in the world, and he's kind of loose with the ball, so that's why his fumbles have been you know among the worst in the country. He's, he protects the ball passing it, but he doesn't protect the ball in terms of uh, running with the ball. So I think that's that's a weakness for for Ward. Um, also he drifts back in the pocket quite a bit. You know, he, he really is used to playing with a poor offensive line at Washington State. So if you watch him, he drops back super far. He's got a great arm. He can make, get away with it sometimes. But if he comes to Miami, the system will be a fit. What's going to be interesting to see is how does he adjust to playing with a great offensive line? So that's what he'll have here at Miami is a, is an outstanding offensive line. So how does he adjust to that uh, to that difference? Now with Will Howard, Will Howard is, is more of an inside runner, not as laterally quick as Ward, but very strong inside. He ran for, I think, nine touchdowns last year. So it was a nice, tight ball, um, good release, clean, strong guy. I've heard the described as kind of a man's man as far as his intangibles. You know, he's, when, when Miami talked to him, he was drinking beer with his offensive linemen uh, in the cold weather. So he's, you know, he's a dude, um, a lot of leadership. He won a conference championship, which Power 5 conference champion was the last time I had one of those, a quarterback. Um, Beat that TCU team last year. Right. So there's a lot to like about Will Howard. Um, I would say weakness with Will Howard is he doesn't do that great with pressures right in his face because he doesn't have that lateral quick. You know, Some guys like Cam Ward, if pressure's coming right at him, he can get outside with quickness. I think Will Howard would rather have directly in front of him clean because he's a straight line kind of guy. And I think sometimes you saw the Missouri game last year. He made some really nice plays, but when they got – in his face coming up the middle that Blake Baker uh, blitzes. He made some poor decisions. Um, but I think here he's going to have much better offensive line. So he elevate his game to a whole nother level. I know your guy, Jim Nagy, the head of the senior bowl, who, who you have a relationship with and have spoke, communicated with on prospects in the past. He really likes Will Howard as a pro, you know, as a pro prospect and a senior bowl type guy. So this is, this dude is a, is an NFL talent and Cam Ward's Certainly an NFL talent. So you know, both of those guys are are intriguing options, legitimate players, Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so just going through the positions here a little bit, because we had we're getting questions left and right about every different spot, right? So let's just kind of go through. We, we've talked about now quarterback, running back, receiver, portal wise. You know, what's it looking like there? A few of these guys that they were targeting, the Deion Burks, for example, Will Shepard, have now made commitments. So those guys are off the board. We understand there might still be some some departures from the receiver room at Miami. So what's it looking
1: like there? Yeah, receiver is 100% Jeremiah Smith. I mean, that's the focus. That's all everybody's talking about and focused on at the Hect. The t- portal, they're going to take care of the quarterback, and then that will lead to some portal options. But right now, Miami is intensely focused on adding Jeremiah Smith And they feel very good, that they have a very good chance there. Um, You know, will that happen? I don't know. But I can tell you Miami is very confident that they've done everything they can and they will do everything they can until signing day, and and we'll see where it goes. But Miami certainly thinks that they're right in the mix with Jeremiah Smith.
0: Offensive line-wise, a name that you brought up a few days ago seems like Miami is really keying in on this guy, Zach Carpenter, center, from Indiana really need a guy to replace Matt Lee with everything that he brought to the table this season.
1: Yeah. And that was first reported on the bank, just like pretty much most of our commitment list first appeared in the bank free column, canesinsight.com. So if you want to hear things first for free, if you're interested in that kind of thing, sign up for the forums um, and you'll get those uh, every week and possibly more than once a week. And also on this podcast. But yeah, that was a name we dropped. He's originally from Molar High, Cincinnati area, great football area, great football program. I think we got Alex Gall from there back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those who remember him uh, went to Michigan and was playing well there as a young player. I think his mom got sick. Thankfully, she seems healthy now, but he, he transferred closer to home uh, in Indiana. And. Once he got to Indiana, he was their starting center and was a phenomenal player. He's got sides, about the same size as Matt Lee, all Big Ten honorable mention. and it, He was the name that Miami, when I asked about center, I was told Miami likes Carpenter. That's the guy, that's the guy we're after. That's the guy we think we can replace Lee. He's, uh, he's made some visits. This is his last visit. He'll make a decision shortly thereafter. Miami certainly wants to close the deal. I think, look, if you have Jalen Rivers coming back, Francis Malanoa, Uh, Samson Lola can play guard when he recovers from his MCL uh, because he should be back pretty soon. It's not an ACL situation from what I understood last I heard. Um, Matt McCoy, of course, Inez Cooper. These are some really, really premium offensive linemen. You need a guy in the middle, Big Ten experience, uh, and size, and upside. Um, I would love Miami to add Zach Carpenter. I know Miami's really locked in there.
0: Defensive line, Armando Blunt, he's been – You know, that's been all over the place today that crystal ball is being put in back to Miami. It's been it's been a fun recruitment. Uh, You've been all over that one again, mentioning a few days ago in the bank that Miami was uh, doing everything they could to to get that one back in the fold. We saw them go in home with him earlier this week. And now it looks like he's taking an official visit this weekend. So that one's not official yet, but trending in the right direction there big time.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm looking at my phone, because I'm trying to get the latest. I want to make sure I'm not missing any text. Um, Armando Blunt, I predict will sign with the University of Miami. Um, we talked about him in the in the bank, you know, for weeks um, that that was real. Miami was pushing hard, and Miami was pushing for a flip, and uh, you know, I think that will happen. And I think Armando Blunt will be a cane. You're talking about a, about a guy, four eight verified, laser talking about forty, at his size. He's about 6'4", I don't know, 260. I don't have the measurables in front of him. He's a big boy, big defense end right now. But 4'8", verified, um, shot put champion as a freshman uh, in high school, has put up huge stack numbers his whole career. Um, there's a reason why everybody wants him, reason why FSU wants him so bad, reason why Miami wants him so bad. And I think Miami will get Armando Blunt as we sit here today, December 14th. Um, I like Miami for Armando Blunt. We've talked about, again, this is not something new. We've talked about on the podcast when people would ask in the comments, who's the, who's the five-star most likely to flip. We said blunt, you know, that's, this has been, this has been going on since not that long after he committed to Florida state. And um, I think Miami is, is in a very good place with uh, Armando Blunt. Anything uh, to note at linebacker right now? I would say, yes, Darius Hayes, so I mentioned in the in the pa in, in the, the bank that I put out that um sorry what's uh, the Xavier James sorry from, right, from Georgia Georgia, Georgia yeah Miami's looking at him as a portal option I think he may be having some great issues so Miami's laser focused and they've been laser focused on this on Adarius Hayes from Florida trying to flip him. So we talk about flips, Adarius Hayes from Florida would be the name to watch at linebacker Miami working really hard there. And would love to flip him from Florida. They think, uh, and they think there's a great chance. By the way, an offensive line, we didn't mention a uh, KB on Broussard. You know, again, this flipping goes both ways, just like the portal goes both ways. Ole Miss trying really hard to flip Broussard. If I had to guess, I think they probably would. That's going to hurt Miami. Miami likes Broussard, but I think, unfortunately, that I think Broussard will probably flip to Ole Miss. It's very hard to recruit in the South when you're dealing with the SEC. We're seeing that with Riley, we're seeing that with, um, with Broussard. Hopefully you keep, um, I keep both of them, but I think probably I would bet against, certainly Broussard, I think is likely to go to Ole Miss. Um, Riley, that's gonna be a tough one. Um, but you want to keep Camp Pruitt out of mobile and, um, Cole McConaughey, the right. Cole, let me pronounce it right. Cole McConaughey, uh, from mobile as well. want to keep those two from the South, but, and Nykar, you know, you've done good work in the South, but it's hard when the SEC comes down the stretch to hold on to everybody. So I think Broussard is a guy that might, that may flip. Moving along
0: here through the positions, defensive back safety. This is one that is vital for them to replenish as you're losing Cam kitchens and James Williams, shout out to camp kitchens, by the way, graduating today in three years, heck of an accomplishment from him. No surprise, knowing the type of guy he is on and off the field. So the best of luck, best of luck to him moving forward, obviously. And he's going to represent Miami great in the NFL but that's uh, that's a position that's a bit worrisome, I would say, if you're if you're a Canes fan.
1: No question, and um, I think Miami has work to do there. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, in the portal, that's a position to watch. Um, and P, you have the, the name in front of you from Vanderbilt. I want to make sure I pronounce it right. You see, you, you pulled the the safety from Vanderbilt. Um, Rangy guy. I think he had like 12 tackles against Florida. Pete will get the right pronunciation on his name, but I'd heard his name um, you know right when he jumped in the portal, that he was someone that might be interested in. I think they've had their eye on him um, since he jumped in the portal. Was getting a rangy, athletic guy with some with some tackling ability. He uh, he is someone who I know Vanderbilts have set to lose. They thought he was one of the most talented players on their team. So they were they were upset when, when he jumped in. And Pete, help me with a name because I'm I'm struggling. I don't have I don't have my, my list in front I'm, of me. I'm I'm I don't have the list in front of me either. Um I'm, All right, I'm well, pulling it up here. Pete will get the name. Uh, but the Saints from Vanderbilt, I think I think that's a Deric R uh Dericky Wright. De Ricky no, not Dericky Wright, not De Ricky, Wright, not Ricky no. Wright. No, 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 um, no. So hold on. Give me one second, I'll tell you right now. Anyways, uh not a great podcasting here, fumbling around for names. But yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm getting I'm old. sorry, I didn't <laughs> i'm getting old uh so this guy uh this th- i think there's at least one safety. Savion on riley safety. Savion, riley. Sav- or Z- Savion Z- on riley savi on riley thank you Savion yeah. riley thank you there we go we got guys in the comments helping us out Xavion riley i think for uh you guys you guys got my back uh i, I think miami looks good with him but i think they need to add one more at least so safety's a position where i think miami's got work to do um a guy like isaiah thomas has had some injuries you know we'll see how that plays out um so I think Xavion Riley as a portal candidate is huge. I think they're going to continue to add, they'll try to add one more uh, to Xavion Riley um, if they can land him. Now, in terms of defensive backs, v- recruiting-wise, Zavian Mincy. another Zavian, uh, I like Miami's chances there strongly. I think he's 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 someone that uh, they, they're in great shape with. There's still time left on the clock. A lot of big schools after him. You saw a picture of him with Saban. Um, But I think that, I think that, Xavier Mincy, Miami's in is in is in terrific shape with with Xavier Mincy, a uh, top 100 player, super talented guy can play corner, nickel, or safety for you. Um, Xavier Lucas, 10 9 speed, big, thick, athletic kid out of American heritage can play corner and safety as well. Kind of similar to Mincy in some ways. Miami's trying to flip him from Wisconsin. Uh, they're doing work there. They feel they have a very good chance to flip him. Ellis Robinson, I don't see that one happening. I think much better chance of. Um, much better chance when it comes to uh, Jeremiah Smith than if you're talking about Ellis Robinson. I think Ellis Robinson, they took a great shot at him, but that one's looking like Georgia at this moment. Um, what other defensive backs? I think I might be missing some, but a name. Um, you know, those are those are those are some names to watch at the defensive back position. But I think when it comes to safety that's where i think you're gonna see some new names emerge and maybe some, that might be you know maybe you have your whole team kind of put together and then in spring you still need a little piece of that second safety or that third safety and you get someone from there but i think that's a position that miami really really needs help with um and again you know you recruit lucas as a corner you recruit xavier Mitz as a corner they may end up being uh they may end up being a safety D, we had this question earlier as well.
0: Uh, Gabby uh, Yerudia said that Miami may not be done tonight. Uh, of course, Gabby from, from 247, we respect his work uh, and all those guys over there. Um, D, do you know anything of anything coming tonight in terms of,
1: of a commitment? No, I mean, if he, if he has that scoop, man, Gabby's the man. So if he has that scoop, he's, he's, he's got it. Um, I think the names I'd watch coming, you know, certainly, and maybe, 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 one of these is on signing day, but I think Armando Blunt for sure. Um, and then CJ Clark, those would be the names I kind of keeping an eye on imminently. Um, but but Blunt may be a signing day deal. I, I don't know. But those are names that I'm, I'm I'm keeping a close eye on. CJ Clark, I think, will be sooner than later.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else NFL draft-wise. I guess Jalen Rivers still hasn't announced that he's uh, coming back for sure. Um but I would expect that to happen.
1: Oh, by the way, I just announced. Uh, I think two four seven just posted that Hayes is taking an official visit to Miami this week, and I mentioned it earlier what, again, which is yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What yeah you just cool. mentioned. So that's, that's why we're oh. talking about him. He is uh, he is a major Miami target, and they feel very comfortable or confident they can flip him. This is flip season, man. This is this is about people trying to flip your guys, and you trying to flip other people's guys. And by the way, I've seen some questions in the comments about. You know who Miami might drop and everything like that I I I don't want to talk about that aspect of it because it's just it's a complicated thing to talk about but you will see some movement because the numbers are what they are so I mean you'll know when you see it um, you know uh, Anthony my questions Mazao. about Harrison hunt uh, here real real quick
0: could he go pro uh, he had been back and forth it looks like he's leaning towards staying uh, I'm not saying that you know it's not off the table but from what we understand he's he's going to be coming back for another year uh which is a you know a great great thing you know not only for him he can really develop another year here but for Miami's defensive line I mean it could be a a strong point for this team
1: right oh by the way um you know Carlos Cruz makes a great point in the comments as far as you know, making room in the class. If you lose a guy like Kevin Riley, I mean, you hope not, but if you do and you lose a Broussard, those are two spots right there that you didn't want to lose those two. You know, you're going to fight to keep those guys in the class. But by them leaving, the only benefit is you get, you know, more room. Um, but there'll be movement in this class for sure. Uh, in terms of um, trying to think in terms of portal, if there's anybody left out, I think the portal going to really heat up once you get this high school class sign and once you get the quarterback. Um, once you get the quarterback locked up.
0: Well, and, and there's going to be another wave of guys leaving and, and across the country, I, I would say, um, you know, not just at Miami. But I think there's a lot of guys out there who have not entered the portal across the country who are going to become available in, in the near future here, whether it's before bowl games or now,
1: now in, in the uh, you know, beginning of, of January here. Right. By the way, 830 in the live right now, like, and subscribe to this podcast. I mean, again, you could ask, ask about us, man. We've been, we've been telling you to get, look at our commitment list and you, I'm pretty sure 90% of those guys you heard about first in the bank, as far as Miami interest and everything else. Um, you know, we've been, we've been, uh, we're working hard and trying to give you guys the best we can do for free. Um, and, uh, hope you join us and join the Canes Insight forums, which, cause those are so addictive, man. It's like it's crack man. You go to sign on those Canes Insight forums. You see how fast they move with information and and the 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 gifs and the memes. People go insane man. You get addicted and you're on there all day. You lose your job, you lose your wife, but you gain a great website. Sign up for the Canes Insight forums. Um, Elijah uh, Elijah Lofton still solid. I think so. Um, again, guys, hit that like button. I appreciate people in the comments getting rallying the troops. This name's been thrown around a bit. Have you heard anything on that on that end? I, I don't know. I mean, I saw you visit Louisville. Um, when I talk to people about wide receiver on the portal, I immediately get two things. We're worried about quarterback. I Ward or, or Howard and Bailey. And we're worried about Jeremiah Smith. You know, I think they get those things taken care of. They'll, they'll focus on receiver. Now obviously you got, you got Jacoby George, you know, who's, that was interesting to see him with, with, with Cam Ward. Um, He's somebody that has taken a huge leap, and I think there's still more meat on the bone as far as him being a tremendous player. Uh, Ja'Cory Brooks, you know, really bad season this year, didn't do anything at all, was looking like he was going to be a good player for Alabama. Not sure what happened there. He's, he's, he's done more than Frank Ladson. He's a different kind of player, different type of person. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know maybe we go in that direction, but I, I've not heard that. Every time I ask about receiver, the first thing I, or portal receiver, the first thing I hear is Jeremiah Smith, and let's get these quarterbacks sorted. Uh, a lot of questions on Ellis Robinson. Like I said, I think Ellis Robinson's uh, going to go to Georgia.
0: Just for everyone who's coming in late here, wanted to remind you that this full episode will be available as soon as we end this live. It will be available on YouTube. I know some people are coming in here late, wanting to know what's up with the quarterback spot. We went through. The, the latest there at the top of the show. And then also got into, you know, each of the guys in terms of cam ward and will Howard a little bit about their similarities or differences, how they would potentially fit here. And again, we will be dropping this episode as well, audio only, and that will be available, uh, you know, sometime in the morning, you know, first thing in the morning, I should say, and you'll be able to listen to all of the, Updates that D Money just went through position by position. As you know, we'll take some questions here to wrap it up. D, I don't know if any of these are sticking out to you.
1: Yeah, why want not you to go find some, pull them up. In the meantime, uh, I see or the original Kane in the in the comments. Shout out to Original Kane. He's been kind of spearheading and helping spearhead the Gator Tears thread. Which is the the longest running thread? Let me see how many l- views are on this thread. This is a thread dedicated for those of you don't who are not on the Canes Inside forums. There's a thread dedicated only to Gator suffering. It is called the Gator Tears thread, and it is uh <laughs> it's getting a lot of juice lately, especially when they see something like um you know Aldarius Hayes visiting Miami this weekend. Uh, that so yeah, Gator Tears thread, eight million views, seventy three thousand posts. Uh, in the Gators here's thread. So if you want to go pop in there and see how they're reacting to the Aldarius Hayes news, jump in there. Uh, It'll be updated with a million, you know, probably 20, 30 posts from the Gators already, screenshots of them crying uh, about, about what's happened with Aldarius Hayes taking a visit to Miami. Question here from Tim. Would we drop current
0: scholarship players to get incoming freshmen? That's the process that Coach Cristobal and his staff have really gone through. It's not so much about you know, drop in a lot of times they're mutual decisions, right? If a guy sees the writing on the wall, they understand that there's other guys coming at their position. They're probably, if they weren't seeing the field this year, what does it look like for them next year? Right. And I think that's what it comes to in terms of this roster building process and what, this is what Mario's very, you know, this is what he's exceptional at. Right. Um, but with, with the portal and all of it, there's so many moving pieces that, uh, there's there's still going to be guys on the roster right now that portal out right, and, and I'm not going to speculate on who that's going to be right now, but I would ex- I would expect uh, a good number of guys, uh, m- more spots that I think the coaches are already kind of uh, putting that in their calculations right. D they have a uh, they have a, a a good idea of who's going to be going right.
1: Right. No, and look, it, this is college free agency, so. You know, someone like Kobe Young, maybe they don't think he's worth what he thinks he's worth. And they got to make tough decisions. They recruited Colby Young. They identified him. He turned out to be a good player for him. They don't want to get rid of him. Um, you know, but that is a, uh, that's something to watch. I've seen that Amari Williams reclassified to 2024. I got to find out about that. I'll do some digging on that. I've not asked a question. Um, I'll find out about Amari Williams. Um, with respect to Rudolph, I've seen some questions on, on Elias Rudolph. Um, I think what he's battling right now is some, is some great issues and shoulder issues, and, and a talented player, we'll see what happens. Um, but I know he's right now battling um, shoulder issues and, and great issues. H. Keynes wants to know, any potential staff changes? There's always going to be staff changes, just because that's the nature of the beast. Guys get opportunities, you know, things happen. But I don't see the wholesale turnover that you saw last year. I think you want. First of all, you want more stability, and I think you'll get more stability um, with the staff. But there will inevitably be changes because that's just how this 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 works. Yeah. Look, I think that both. Uh, I think especially
0: Coach Gidry uh, is a guy who who has been sought after. But I think it would be a surprise if if he left. I from what I've heard, he's he's happy at
1: Miami right now. Yeah, I think Gidry the one to watch at the LSU, and I'm not sure yeah. that's a fit. I mean, it's a fit for him in terms of obviously where he's from and everything. Um, but I'm not sure. You know, with Brian Kelly, we'll see. Um, but I think if, if Gidry doesn't go to LSU, I think I think he'll stay with Miami for a while. And you know, he, he he's getting old. I mean, he may retire soon. Um, hopefully, he retires as a cane uh with a very good championship caliber team. Uh, Melting Faces wants to know why it takes so long to offer CJ Bailey given the teammates and his play Jacory Harris comparisons. Um good question. I mean, I'm a, am the guy that says we should offer South Florida quarterbacks every year. You know, that's kind of where I view it. I think every year you're going to see South Florida quarterbacks come out and really develop when they get to college. Michael Pratt from Tulane, uh, Jordan Travis from from Florida State, These are two of the top quarterbacks in the country. Both local, both could have easily been had out of high school. Again, You know, look at the pros. Lamar Jackson, Jacoby Reset, Teddy Bridgewater, Geno Smith, Michael White, uh, Tyler Huntley. You know, um, a lot of guys started games in the pros from South Florida. So, I'd like to see Miami do a better job with South Florida quarterbacks. I think with Bailey, you know, you watch him and he's kind of got a really weird release. He looks like he's throwing darts sometimes. Um and not 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 only throwing darts like hard throwing, like, <laughs> kind of like you know, it's a strange motion. Um, it doesn't look that natural, I and mean, you see him, you're like, eh, you know, maybe it's the receivers. But the more you watch him, he's he's got a great size. He tested pretty well. I think he had a four four shuttle, so he's got quickness at six six. Um, you know, strong hands, um, super smart, and tangible type of guy. Great winners, win when at every single level. Um, and yeah, he has great receivers, but he puts up big numbers with the receivers, so what more can he do? And I think with him, he's one of those guys that there's more arm strength and strength in general in his body. As he gets stronger, you see guys like Geno Smith at and, and Bridgewater and Lamar Jackson, they don't look anything like they looked in high school. Pete, you saw some of those guys in high school. I mean, they were skinny, and now they're pretty strong. I think with Bailey, as he gets stronger and it tightens that, those mechanics a little bit, I think you're going to see a lot of arm strength from him and uh, development. And I think if he goes to NC State, I think he's going to be a really good player for NC State. But I hope Miami – I mean, I know Miami's going to keep pushing for him because they think he's a really good player. Why would it take so long? Again, I don't know. No, Miami was – remember Miami was after Aaron Nolan for a while. Um, I know Miami's been talking to C.J. Bailey for, for a while. Um, you know, they wanted him to come th- to, to to throw at a camp. Um, but, you know – it's uh, it didn't happen. So now they're, they're, they're doing what they're doing and trying to trying their best to make it happen. But I, I agree. You know, I, w- I would have liked to have seen it earlier. I'm just a big proponent of South Florida quarterbacks. Team question here about a guy. I know you're high
0: on question from old Kane Any chance chance Horton starts at D
1: tackle next year or still a year away? Great question. He looked big out there. Um, I think they want to get him in the rotation. But you got a lot of names now. Let's say you get Marley Cook. Let's say you get C.J. Clark. Those are two guys that have played a lot of football. Let's say you bring back Jared Harrison Hunt. He was probably your best defensive lineman last year, um, aside from Bain. So, you know, those three right there are going to get some playing time. You also have Justice Scott, five-star he'll play. So um, I think Horton's going to be in the mix. And if he starts, that's a good sign because he's like he's got a lot of talent. That means, That means he made a leap.
0: Question here from Gio, who is a faithful listener and watcher. What player on offense and defense are you most excited about seeing in the bowl game?
1: Um, Offense, Jakari Brown, for sure. Um, Defense, good question. You know, I I like to see some more of the young linebackers. You saw uh, Aguirre get some playing time against Boston College. Maybe you see a little more of that in this game. And then also the young quarters, like a Jadis Richard. You know, can he continue to develop? Because mm-hmm. uh, I think Miami, Miami liked what they saw when he started playing. Some people were wondering why he didn't play more earlier. They think they might have a dude there at, at corner uh, to build around long term. Um, just a I'm excited things. about Chris Johnson on offense, man. Oh, the bull game. Man. That'd be great to see him get going. Um, especially if you don't get a Kevin Riley. You know, maybe that maybe that means more snaps yeah. for Chris Johnson. It's not a bad thing. Who, who you like on defense? Jaden Harris. Yeah.
0: Because That's I mean, he, I mean, he could, he could be. He was coming on when when Cam got hurt this year. He was a guy that Coach Cristobal was was talking about in press conferences as turning the corner, but wasn't you know wasn't able to get get much time. Uh, obviously, when when Cam got back, and I think he could end up being an answer, one of the answers at at safety, but you need to see more, right? So yeah.
1: By the way, everybody, like and subscribe to this podcast. Appreciate the numbers. Huge interest today. This is this is obviously sign day, so people are paying attention, but we've been we've been giving it to you all year. Again, early and accurate, we try to be, and you'll see it on the boards as well, along with just the great community aspect of it, which no one can top. Uh, Chris LaRue's asking, is Lola's brother an option? I, last I heard was no, but things change, but that's the last I heard. Um, and could, if not, could, could that impact... Oh Joe Sosa, man, you're the man. Shout out, to Joe Sosa, man, appreciate you. Joe Sosa, I'm picturing you uh, with the cell phone, the old school cell phone in South America, with the nice white suit, like my like my man Sosa from Scarface. You're uh, you're the man. I appreciate you. Appreciate the support. Um, and let's go, Canes, man. Give, put a question in there, man. Let's see what you go ahead and have, if you if you have any questions, put them in the comments. But again, I appreciate you um, very much. So, um, with, in terms of a uh, was sorry, I had a question here about Oklahoma's brother. Yeah, last I asked or I heard I asked and, and heard back, uh, that was not an option. We'll see. The question is, is that from Chris LaRue, does that impact Samson's desire to stay? You know, Samson gets paid a lot of money, uh, really a lot of money. And you know, he's in a place where they develop offensive alignment. He just saw it. So I think Samson has no reason to leave. He got injured, uh, MCL. From last I heard, so unless there's been a setback or some more severity than I understand to be, which I don't think there is, um, he'll come back and he'll compete. He can play guard, he can play tackle, and he'll have a big opportunity to play and uh, go to go to the NFL. I know my be very excited about him. I, I would I would guess no. I we haven't I haven't confirmed that. Wait, hold on. on the audio. The question is, will any of the guys dec- who declared for the NFL play in the bowl? So from Green yeah. Sorry, go yeah. Good,
0: good, good, uh, good. Catch there, D, but.
1: Um, I, I would expect
0: no, especially the young guys. I mean, and, and Matt Lee, I just, I don't, I don't see what, you know, he's, he's given enough to college football at this point, go start to get ready for his draft process. Um, and again, it, it's a good opportunity for some young guys, a guy like a Ryan Rodriguez, right? We saw him uh, when he had to step in against Temple, I believe it was, right? And he looked pretty, pretty darn good with his opportunity. It wasn't the strongest Temple front. Uh, but looking for obviously Zach Carpenter looks like he's their target at center, but you want as much depth as you can get there at the interior because that was an issue heading into this last season.
1: Yeah. No, and listen, I mean, he needs to win this bowl. You know, this is an important game. It's hard. It's, no, one's talking about the game that's being played. when we're talking about these transfer portal quarterbacks, these, these, the signing day class, but, Miami needs to win this game and finish strong. It's absolutely essential, in my opinion, uh, for Miami to, to win this game, finish with eight wins, uh, and, and leave on a good note and do something Miami hasn't done barely at all since the last 20 years. Um, old Kane, Marvin Jones Jr., you know, I have not heard that name much. I will find out more. I need to do some digging on Marvin Jones Jr. I know if Shamar Stewart were to enter the portal, Miami would have interest there, significant interest, but he's not in the portal, so, you know. Got to watch that situation. Um, Kevin Dennis asked anything you could share about the in-house visit with Jeremiah, Jeremiah Smith. Um, listen, all I know is when I talked to folks after the visit, they sounded more confident than ever. So I think it went well, but that's a battle, man. That's big time football. I think Miami needs to get this quarterback situation sorted out to make that last final push at Jeremiah. You can get CJ Bailey even better. We've had a lot of questions
0: about Jamil Burrows, D, if, if you wanna answer yeah, that. Yeah, I mean one.
1: I think that they're still storing that situation out. Uh I'll I'll get an update on that. Um, but you know, those are situations are tricky. I'll I'll get an update on it. I know there was some talk that he may return, um, but you know, he was he was on a short leash and he messed up. So um I will dig into that Burroughs situation and get you the latest
0: the Brown brothers question about them. And there was a question about Damari in particular, uh, just a minute ago. This one's from Chris LaRue and you know, what are you, what are you thinking there?
1: Yeah, I think that's a situation to monitor for sure. Um, because you have a brother who didn't play that much and wanted to play. And than his a younger brother who Miami played a lot and thinks is a, a key fundamental part of their future foundational piece. So we'll see how that situation turns out. It is definitely a live situation, uh, but Miami wants, wants to resolve it positively, you know, and right now they're on the team. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I think that's still not done. Um, but you know, again, my there's been, sit look, People don't know this. Leonard Taylor was very close to leaving because of NIL last year. P, you know that. Um, and no one heard anything about it, and it was resolved, and it's all good. So we'll see how that goes. I know Miami has a lot of value uh, in that position and, and in that family. Um, so questions about Dylan Stewart. I think with Dylan Stewart, the defensive end out of D.C. is coming to South Carolina. He's got a lot of money tied up in South Carolina. I think financially it might be hard for him to, to get out of that. Um, so – that's the situation there. I know Miami loves him, but um, I just think he's, he's very financially tied to South Carolina. Bobby and Robbie on
0: transfer watch question mark. This is from West end zone. Of course, our guy, Nick on uh, Kane's insight. These are, these are two guys I'm excited
1: to see in the bowl game as well. D. Oh yeah. I think both got a lot of talent. Bobby Washington doesn't really know what he's doing a linebacker, but with the speed alone, he, and instincts, he makes a lot of plays. Robbie, you know, if you lose Brashard Smith, another one, he's still in Miami, but teams are circling, trying to get him. old Miss, a couple others have been trying to trying to poach Brashard Smith. You want to keep Brashard Smith, but if you for whatever reason you can't keep him, Robbie Washington can slide right into that role. Or, you know, injury or just Robbie Washington emerging. There's no reason why Robbie Washington can't do a lot of the stuff you saw with Brashard Smith. He's a running back. He's a receiver. He's a returner. He could do a lot of stuff with his size and, you know, running back type build and, and speed and ability to catch the ball. So both those guys have a bright future in Miami. Are they on transfer watch? I think everybody's always on transfer watch, man. This is, that's just kind of how it is. It's like one of those things. It's like, you know, when, um, when someone is deep in like national security and they say, if you knew all the people that were trying to hurt the United States, you wouldn't sleep at night. It's, it's like that with transfer portal. Like if you knew how many people flirted with the portal you would not be able to sleep at night. I mean, right? Pete, you, you, we, we're on those group chats. I mean, yeah, it's the whole team. Um, yeah. They don't all jump. Some do. Some they get pushed in the portal. Um, but there's always some of that going on. What matters is how you, how many actually leave and how many guys you bring in. D, want to wrap this up here because we've got to get this over to
0: our producer. Oh yeah, Shout uh, out as Anthony. well to to yeah, yeah, yeah. to get this. Uh, to get this up on the audio in the morning. Uh, but again, man, shout out to everyone who, who was on here. If you did not catch us from the beginning, it's going to be available. The replay will be available immediately after this on the YouTube page. 800 plus today, man. It was, it was a great turnout. Maybe Maybe when we have a live reaction show for the quarterback decision, We'll get over a thousand that would be uh that would be cool but appreciate everyone for hopping on today like this video subscribe to the channel we not only have the lives but we have recorded podcasts as well where we bring you info each and every week d anything you want to say here as we wrap it
1: up no appreciate you guys um you know Hit that like button, you can fan. You appreciate. You know, we got people supporting us in the comments, man. We can't appreciate you enough, Joe Sosa. You know all the guys that support this podcast. We appreciate you. Listen, I'm on the forums. You have more questions. You jump on the next live, but also go on the forums. You can ask me on there. Social media, we're all over that, um, and we'll do the best we can. Uh, but a lot of stuff happening. This is flip season. Protect our guys. Go get some other guys. That's the name of the game and signing that and signing that quarterback. I know there's gonna be a lot of action over the next few days. Um stay tuned to Canes Insight. You're gonna get it fresh, fresher than anything, um, right off the boat into the frying pan. Go Canes. Appreciate everyone for hopping
0: on tonight. Stay tuned.